This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Yo, if you hear me crack anything open, it's my Red Bull. Damn, you don't even bring me one? It's, it's a up. long day. You're an adult. Handle yourself. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been uh, my my Mother's Day gift. Well, I'll share my chocolate From shake like with two- you. Okay, thank you. This honey. is late in the day for me. It is? Yeah, I get up really early, so by the time I roll in here, I've had a full day. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I get up super early with Sebastian as well, so... I'm, I'm usually tired by this time. Yeah. And I had a long weekend. I am considering moving down to the beach. What beach? Venice. Interesting. Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time down there and um, we keep getting like beach condos or staying at the hotels on the beach and just trying to get a sense of what it would be like to live down there. And mm-hmm. I keep falling in love with the area. I mean, just driving down towards the beach, even when I can't even see it yet, you start to smell the ocean and my blood pressure and my stress levels, you know, slow down and you can smell the ocean. Really? Yeah. I think I've been there like once. It was pretty cool. You'll have to come down. It was a lot of like stragglers yeah. too. But I love that. Yeah? Yeah. You're into that? Yeah. I mean, like the Santa Monica area is a little more um, shopping mall touristy, but Venice is old school, you know, skateboards, tattoos, surfers. Um, <clears throat> but I'll have you down for the housewarming party if it happens. That'll be next year though. But, you mm. know, it's going to be a big, a busy summer and a busy fall stuff. <laughs> so next cool. year. <laughs> yeah. We, we got a lot on our plate. Yeah, we'll talk about it at some point soon. Yeah. Can't really share much. Eventually, they'll uh, let us talk about some things. Yeah, I know. That's that's the first little um, preview you've ever dropped. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just going to get real. Stand by, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So, do you want to hear some um, ridiculous articles? Sure. (laughs) All right. So, here's here's my favorite one so far. This might actually be among the more interesting ones we've ever actually talked about. So there is a few people that are discussing the idea of having blow-up dolls made available to prisoners. Okay. Yeah. They're thinking that... I'm not, I'm not mad at it. No. I mean, weigh in on it. Just off the top of your head, what do you think that they're going for? Um, so, so prisoners don't get raped? Yeah. Well, that would be a big one. Right? Do you know prisoners, it's illegal to masturbate? I do know that. A lot of them are not even allowed to masturbate. Imagine being a healthy functioning person, which means you most likely have a high sex drive and you're not allowed to orgasm or ejaculate. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I actually had the conversation randomly with one of my friends um, the other day and I was like, um, I forget what he was talking about, but I think he said that like the, there was a, like this guy that was in prison for like 25 years 
and he was like you know he he acts like he's straight but he's like really gay or he has done gay things but like he won't admit it and I was like how can you be in prison for 25 years and not do gay shit like I say gay shit in quotations like as in wait how's it not been like forced upon him or no how can you not be like fear of your life no not even (laughs) that just more so like there's nothing else available and that guy's kind of hot now even though I didn't look at guys before but you know there's nothing else yeah prison what would you call that prison flexibility <laughs> yeah, <laughs> homo while in jail. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look. Here's my thing: is it's it just reeks of sex phobia because you know it, it's a natural part of being a human being. It's actually biologically important for you, and so the fact that it's ruled out is just fear and phobia. But these people are. I mean, also, they don't. The, a lot of prisoners have to like walk around in a cage. Like they're not even allowed to go out and like move their body like that. Yeah. Let alone masturbate. Yeah, I and I was thinking about that a lot recently. Um, in the past couple months, uh, acquaintances have had some legal issues, and I just found out. And I, I really don't really want to open it up, but I just found out someone I knew from a long, long time ago just got arrested. It will probably be going away for decades. Shut up. This person was busted. I haven't told this person in about ten years, but they did something that falls under one of the most problematic things you could do. And will probably not do very well in prison because of what he's done. Molestation. Child porn. Fuck. Yeah. What a dick. He was a psychiatrist too. Uh, he had just graduated medical school. Oh, they're going to fuck him up. I'm yeah. sorry. And I was just sitting down at the beach. Yeah. And I was flipping through my Facebook and the mugshot came up. Someone posted it and I was like, what? And you knew him. Yeah. And I couldn't. That's deep. Bro. I had to keep Googling it because I couldn't except that this person had done that, you know? And this person had just graduated medical school to be a psychiatrist, and um, they found over 600 files. <gasps> so it was possession and distribution, I was like. So I've been recently possession sitting Possession and distribution, yeah. so that means like? Circulating, keeping it out there, um, sending wow. it off to other people, yeah. So there, you know, there's so much in that. So like the whole prison thing was sitting with me. I was like, what, what would that be like? You know, what do you, what do you do? How much hopelessness and helplessness must you feel knowing that, you know, you're going to prison and that you're going there for something that is not treated very well once you're there. Damn. He, he, he's going to get fucked up. Yeah. I don't know how we just got off on that, but back to the dolls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, listen, I'm happy he's going to get fucked up because he deserves it. And that's horrible. Yeah. Cause we always talk about me. Well, and you. Be, well listen, th- let me just say this because child, child porn is one thing, but then it's like, you don't really know what he's done yeah. besides that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you can actually have that in your mind, because there's like, you can think of something, right? You could be like, man, I really want this person to die, for example. Um, but you're never going to really act on actually killing them unless right. you're like a killer, right? right? So you can have things in your head, but like child porn, it's like, okay, fine. If you think that in your head, but to actually look it up and have over 600 files, that's that's a problem. Yeah, because it's really hard to make any kind of argument where that kind of material could be created in some kind of healthy consensual way right right yeah so that's the worst of the worst so anyway dark topic (laughs) (laughs) usually don't get that heavy and dark but that's real we've gotten dark before but just so everyone knows um 
it's 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 illegal uh don't don't get into that stuff if you stumble upon that get back out quickly report that stuff stay away from that stuff i mean that's, that's kind of where me and you draw the line we're really sex positive but it has to be legal it has to be consensual no one that's victimized by anything yeah i mean and like fuck legal it's like it's kids yep it's horrible i mean um so back to the blow up dolls do you agree with this uh, I think this, I think that it's a really roundabout way to try to make sex acceptable. Uh, they said maybe it'll reduce sexual frustration and that'll help with lowering levels of aggression. I don't think that a blow up doll is going to quite do that. You know, the prison system is quite, um, racist and classist. A lot of people that are in there, they're for drugs and that's a mental health issue. They should be in treatment, not in prison. Right. So I do think you ever watch, do you ever watch lock up abroad? Of course. Okay. That's like my shit <laughs> right after shark tank. Exactly. Um, so I, um, you know, like they have like the prisons in like Russia and stuff like that. Mm. And they have like, um, what's that called? Conjugal visits. They have cats. They have, um, I'm for that. I'm for the possession of a pet. Uh, I think there's something really uh, rehabbing about having to take care of something, having to look after something, having to put something before you. I think that animals can provide levels of intimacy. I think that's important. There was a guy that killed his mother and father, I think because the the father was like molesting him and the mother didn't do shit. Like, I feel like I've heard a bunch of stories like Mm -hmm. that, but that was like his story. And they were asking him to like look through his photos, and he was like, "Yeah, that was my mom, that was my dad, and this is little kitty." And it was like a huge picture of the cat, and like he loved the fucking cat so much, yeah. and it was so like, it was just so I, I don't I don't want to say weird, but like, it's like animals give you unconditional love. They don't talk back, they don't have an attitude. They're going to love you regardless if you're a fucking serial killer mm-hmm. or not. There's a vulnerability there. I know. I have that with my pet. Um, <laughs> I used to be I used to be one of those people that was a little um, rougher and tougher. And I think it might have been part of that. Oh, we have an Amber on the phone. Okay. We How have, do you feel about that, Amber? She's going to have a great question. <laughs> no pressure, um, Amber. Hi, Amber. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. What's How are going you guys? On? Good. What's up? How <laughs> I'm so excited we, to talk to you. How can we help you? Um, so I am a 26-year-old living in Boston. Um, I've always identified as straight, um, but when I was in college, I had a sexual experience with a girlfriend of mine, and I really enjoyed myself. Um, so fast forward to now, um, I've started going into deep pockets of the internet and um, pursuing sexual relationships with other women. Um, but when I identify myself as straight, I get a lot of pushback and, you know, people will tell me, oh, well, you're not straight, you're bisexual or, oh, you're just experimenting and you should, you shouldn't call yourself straight. Um, so my question is, I'm feeling a little hesitant to call myself bisexual just because I don't feel bisexual and I wouldn't want to claim an identity or appropriate an identity that isn't my own. What, do, um, what does so bisexual feel is, like? I'm sorry? What does it feel like to be bisexual? You said you don't feel bisexual. What would that feel like? Well, for me, I've always thought, you know, bisexuality is someone who is attracted romantically as well as physically to both men and women. Mm-hmm. And although I am attracted sexually to women, I 
don't feel any type of romantic connection to women. Okay, because right now, I mean, we're in a time right now where people are really breaking it down. So there's sexual orientation and then there's like the romantic orientation. So you people can identify as um, bisexual and meaning they want to have sex with uh, men and women, but then they can say they're ro- romantic and relationally interested in only one gender. You can split it like okay. that. I mean, we're breaking it down real specifically. Yeah, these days. I don't think you have to. I mean, nowadays, you really don't have to say anything. You could just be like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I do that. I'm like, hey, listen, I like what I like when I like it. I'm not really going to say it because, you know, I know close minded people. Right. So if you say you're bisexual, especially to a guy, usually the guys would be like, oh, so you're into threesomes all the time. And, you know, shit like that. Because <laughs> that's what that means. Yeah. And you're just like, no, dude, like it's not like that. So I feel what you're saying, but. Um, I think that you could say like you like what you like when you like it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of people being able to self-identify. I, I don't like people trying to diagnose your sexuality based on their ac- you know education or lack thereof around it all. But I'm a fan of no one identifying, kind of like what Amber said. I think any kind of label in any in any way, mental health, sexual identity, anything like that, it's going to limit you, and people are going to put a lot of uh, assumptions and stereotypes and expectations upon you. So I'm a fan of not labeling mm-hmm. yourself at all and going after whatever makes sense as it makes sense yeah and that's kind of how i've always felt i'm just like yeah you know great i date guys but you know i sometimes like to eat pussy so yeah you dip and dab at a girl (laughs) yeah girl don't i I mean don't don't conform to society's norms and what you have to think you have to say or what you have to do girl do what you want as, as amber says squirt that pee girl Yes. Word it all in the mouth. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Amber. Thanks, Amber. I will never be able to let go of that, that catchphrase that's that getting put on a t-shirt. Sure. That's what squirting is. I'm sorry. Uh, it'll come back up again. There's we'll no other option. <laughs> so moving along in the oh. colorful world. We don't have anyone on the phone right now, right? Okay. All right. Look, um, right. So ready for this one? Yeah. Um, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, let's play. Let's play another game again. Okay. Are you like you like testing me? So this is about the most popular sex toys per state. Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) So arbitrary and random, but it always makes me laugh. So I can imagine like Nebraska or is is Nebraska on there or something? Yeah, I mean some of these I've never heard of, which means I'm sure you haven't heard of. These are pretty good. So really difficult question, but what do you think the number one is in Georgia? I just like the name. And of it. I would say, I would say, anal plugs. No, the thrusting jackrabbit. <laughs> Duh. Who knew? Uh, anal plugs. Is that even on here? Some of these are real, real, real specific. I feel like New York is like strap-ons. Oh, well said. Hold on. What is New York? New York is Fifty Shades Greedy Girl G Spot Rabbit. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, so this is like oh, technical man. names for. I don't, yeah, really, these I don't are really real... know about sex toys like that. So Vermont. I... Vermont likes the thrusting anal vibe. Oh, good for them. Yeah. California, we're kind of boring. All we're coming up with is the flashlight. That's ah. because everybody's fucking everybody in California. Yeah, they're gonna do a girl a girl very well there. Uh disco bunny vibrated wheat. Yeah, not 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 that knowledgeable about a lot of those. Those are yeah. real specific brands. They're very very, very specific. Um this is based on sales though. Oh, sales, okay. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I'm happy to see that everyone's everyone's getting down with something. I don't see a blank space for any of these, so they're all. Um, let's see. Is there anything that really pops out at me? How about this in Utah? Their top selling sex toys: the fetish fantasy spinning swing. 
Oh. And that's where? That is in Utah. The spinning swing. Don't know what that is. It's probably a sex swing. I love that. That spins. <laughs> I'm Let's, not mad at it. I know. We got to get one of those in here. Someone send us one of those so we can check that out. Yeah. Um, Montana's into bed restraints. I could see that. That's scary to me. Oh, that that just scared the fuck out of me. How about this one, Maine? The Big Boss G5 massager. Mm, excuse you. Yeah, that's no joke. All right, we're gonna move on <laughs> off of that one. That one's, not, that one's not doing too much for me. Um, how about this one? Newlyweds are taking friends on their honeymoons with them. What do you think about that? It's like a group mm. event. Twelve percent said they've attended a group honeymoon. They're calling it a buddy moon. I'm not into that. I'm not mad at it. I'm going to tell you why I'm not mad at it. Because usually honeymoons are like on an island when there isn't shit to do any fucking way. (laughs) So you want to take your friends so like you can rent a fucking house and then have your moment with your man or your significant other. And then it's like, all right, we're done like banging and shit. Let's have a party. And your friends are there with you. Okay. When you put it like that, I like it. I'm not mad at it. When you put it like that, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you'll I go like to, that. like, Jamaica, and you'll just be like, all right, we, we partied one night. We did, like, what else are we going to do? It better be good. Like, don't don't invite me somewhere bunk. It better be, like, outside right. of the U.S. Right. Don't invite me up to, like, Lake Havasu. Exactly. <laughs> Get my ass I'm on the houseboat. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have an attitude about it. <laughs> I need to do something for that. All right, we got someone on the call, on the phone. Uh, Hi, Bailey. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. Hey, Amber. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all? I love y'all so much. Y'all are great. Thanks. Uh, thank you. How can we help you? Um, I have a question. Okay. Um, I've been with the same guy for a little bit over a year. And um, I have, a, I don't know if some people would consider this a problem, but it's kind of become a problem for me. Um, I get too wet like during intercourse. And, um, as y'all say, like the mac and cheese sound is like way (laughs) too loud. And, um, it's actually to the point that like literally a couple of days ago, um, my man was kind of like, this is grossing me out. Like the sound of this. So I was just wondering if it, that's crazy. I've never heard that before because well, every guy usually likes that sound. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more. Are you, are you, are the sheets, how soaked are the sheets getting? I mean, how wet are you? How wet are you? Um, it's like a puddle, like where like ever I'm laying, like when I get up <laughs> and he's struggling with the sounds it makes. Yes. Um, well, he doesn't normally care if it's kind of like, um, not really loud, but the other night it was just really loud and afterwards of course like we're like were you like like really like queefing um no it's just more of the you know the The like just really loud that fire girl you got that heat i don't understand what what do you say back when that happens i feel like every guy listening right now is going to be like yo your boyfriend is crazy. yeah because that's one way to really kill the the arousal and the eroticism of that. What what happens for you when he says that? Does that shut everything down, or do you just keep going? I mean, um, not really. Just because like we're like really close, like we were like best friends that date pretty much. Um, 
we were able to like goof off about it. Like even earlier today, I was like, "You hungry for that mac and cheese?" You know, like kind of <laughs> laughing it off. But like, um, I just want to make sure like he feels comfortable because like I do know that like sometimes like you can't control like what grosses you out and what doesn't. So, and I was but you I also don't know can't how control it, how wet you get for yeah, your boyfriend. Exactly, your biology can't be controlled by his. I, he needs to call in. Is he there nearby? Can you get him on the phone? Um, he would not come on the phone. He's like so the like. Just tell him to get on the phone, girl. <laughs> Doctor Dean Amber I really, want to talk to him. Yeah, we just want to understand. Just be like, be like, yo, they like. First of all, no one knows where you're from or anything like that. No um, one has to. Well, he actually just like wandered off. Oh, okay. So I think he's trying to like avoid me right now because I told him I was like I'm calling in Amber Rose to ask him on. He was like, Oh my gosh! Like I hope no one can like recognize your voice. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, I can't get a sense if it bothers you or if you're just learning to kind of roll with it. Um, I'm gonna just kind of roll with it. It doesn't really bother me. I've always been um one of these people that kind of just like is really comfortable like with my sexuality like from a very young age. So it doesn't bother me. Um, I guess more than anything, like I just know it's abnormal. Like I've talked to my girlfriends about it and stuff, and they're all like, "That doesn't happen to me." It's like not, sometimes it's not abnormal. Trouble, like, it's just different. Yeah. So I so mean, you're saying I you getting it, that wet is abnormal, or him being different. grossed out is abnormal? Her wetness. Well, I was saying like me getting that wet. Like I've never had any girlfriends or anything that have also had the same problem. It's not a problem. It's just it's a difference. Not a problem. Yeah, I mean, here. So let, let's make this a bigger message to everyone listening. Don't sex or body shame someone. Part of healthy sexuality and high levels of arousal is people feeling comfortable enough to just make the noises they make, make the faces they make, say what they say, let their bodies do what they do, and starting to use words like "gross" is how you really start to make someone feel bad having sex with you. I mean, right. I'm glad you're really confident, Bailey. That's amazing. But there's some people where if they were told that they're making a gross. Down or their body looked gross in some way that they wouldn't want to have sex with that person anymore. You can't forget stuff like that. So I'd be like, it's your loss, man. Cause yeah. I got this mac and cheese and that's just it's it's hot. And it's I was like, it's Okay. Fresh out I, know, the oven. I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever been uh sex or body shamed. I don't, I don't think so. But if I did, I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. Like if you're that, how long have you immature, been with him, Bailey? Um, about maybe a year and two months. And what was what was it like in the beginning? Well, it's always been like this. I've always gotten really wet. Um, Babe, I'm not talking about you. There's nothing wrong with you. I want to know why he feels some type of way about it. Yeah, why not? Your, oh. your vagina is probably amazing. But <laughs> what, when did he start like saying stuff about it? Um, it was just actually like it started like a couple of weeks ago. Um... But, um, is that like a, I like, think... hold, hold on, Bailey. I have a lot of gay friends. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that your boyfriend's gay or anything like that, but usually a lot of gay guys are like, they don't like vagina because it gets wet and it grosses them out. Did yeah. you ever hear that from gay guys before? 
I think they're I think they're, I think they're thrown off by vagina for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> the flaps and folds. And yeah, there's probably and also that's attached to a woman. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Bailey, shut that down. Here's my concern. My concern is that if if you laugh and you roll with it, he might be like, "Oh, we're cool like that." That means I can also let her know that I think blah blah blah. Like I, I don't want him to get real comfortable letting him know, letting you know all of his opinions about your body and your sexuality. So maybe just lovingly let him know, like, "Hey, I know I've been laughing and rolling with it, but let's not have that kind of relationship." Relationship where we make comments about each other because I want you Bailey to be able to just lay back maybe throw some sh- an extra towel down I want you to be able to lay back spread those legs let go release make strange noises make strange faces puddle it up let them slip and slide around and just enjoy yourselves I mean really hot sex is messy sex yeah I mean um, I'm kind of pl- realizing plies, that maybe you know Plaz the rapper mm-hmm. he says that like when girls are on their period you put the towel down open a window and have fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's called having sex with a human being we have bodies things are you know things happen the open the window part is kind of fucked up it's um, <laughs> really fucked up I'm just leaving that one right there open a are you gonna open a window that's oh, so fucked man. up alright Bailey that was awesome thank Bailey, you for the did question. he come back did he come back cause we want to talk to him um let me see no he's running away from me yeah. <laughs> okay alright Bailey thank you honey good All luck right. All right. call, call us back call us back let us know what Bye. he says okay I will maybe I can get him on the phone next time alright well call, <laughs> if you can get him on the phone like within the next half hour call us back okay cool thank All right. you alright bye Bye. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment and more play it at play.it yeah I get I just don't want people getting so comfortable with their partner because they maybe feel comfortable about one or two comments. Yeah. And then they think they could just start making comments about like, oh, well, hey, while we're on the topic, I also think your boobs are a little saggy. Like, huh? Right. You know? Because you can't forget that stuff. Those are like, sorry. <laughs> those are like, those are, I'm a, ba- I'm a banger. I'm always banging on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Amber's constantly like grabbing like, my hands and holding Yes. Me. I know. I know. I'm working on it. Okay. Um, Lost my damn train of thought. Um, <laughs> trying to, edu- you don't want him trying to, to get- educate the world. Sorry, you were dropping gems. Um, <laughs> you don't want him to get comfortable <clears throat> talking about other things that he does not like about oh, her. Oh, yeah. I've worked just with some couples where one person said something about the other's body or sexuality or something, and you can't forget that stuff sometimes. And yeah. it becomes it's an issue. It's almost like verbal abuse for in, sure. this, in a way. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's covert. Don't do that. You yeah, know? that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you just show me in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to put that on Instagram. So, basically, okay, so there's a million fake stories out there about me. Mm. And I usually don't give a shit. I'm Mm. just like, man, whatever. Associate me with this guy, that guy. You know, I'm a horrible person, blah, blah, fucking blah, whatever. But there was a story that came out recently that I... uh, that I that when I host clubs and parties that I tell them to not play my ex's music. Why would it be bad if you did? It's not bad if I did. I just don't. And you know, it it gets very frustrating because you know, regardless of me and them are not together anymore, I'm still kind of like a fan of their music. Yeah. So I don't really feel I don't hold grudges. I don't feel any type of way about that. Um. But yeah, it was like all over the internet and it was like this crazy story and every single blog and website picked it up. And I'm just like, 
this is ridiculous and it's untrue. And so I put on Instagram that it was untrue. And then I was like, well, unless they go and do it for me, then that would be cool. But like, I was just being like sarcastic. But yeah, it was just like, I, I don't know. It's the price of just be, being famous, I guess. Yeah. And you're not that petty. I'm not petty. Like, I don't, I, I don't care enough to make it a whole situation to get into the club to not hear music from my exes. Yeah. Although there are some people where when they go to a club, they want the DJ to only play their music while they're there. Yeah. I mean, DJs usually do that for artists. The whole album. No, I don't know about the whole album, but they usually play like their hits and stuff That's like fine. that. That's one thing. Yeah. But, um, not the whole damn album. Yeah. But it was just not true. And then me and French Montana dating is just not true. He's like a brother to me. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it, it's like you're busy girl. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have a bunch of male friends and it's just unfortunate that anytime I hang out with a male friend, it's like, she's fucking him. She's yeah. dating him. You know, it's always a moment and it's really, I'm just, Oh, I would, yeah, I was so I have a loving <clears throat> personality, and but it's also this assumption that people are, hmm, how was I saying this? <laughs> I was talking about this on a podcast last week. Uh, your name came up because you know, I'm associated with you in a lot of ways. Yes, you are. You're my, you're my work husband. Exactly. And, um, I was saying, what was I, I don't even know what we were talking about, but I was just saying with you that was it guys we fucked. Yes, yes. Okay. Cause I saw that. Yes. And I was saying, I didn't see, I didn't, well, go ahead. Continue. It was, it was pretty good. You, you actually came up twice. Okay. But, um, tell me Well, I was saying, you. I was saying, oh, she said, don't you get it? How do you not get, um, how do you not lose yourself and get tongue tied? You're sitting next to Amber and she's so stunning, blah, blah. And I said, yeah. And I said, it's also great that she has a really big heart. And I, and I jokingly said her heart's as big as her boobs. Right. <laughs> but my point was this, is that, you know, people make this assumption about you and other people that because someone is sex positive and they're really confident in their sexuality that that means that that is a huge part of everything they do and it's like you have so many other things going on in your life that have nothing to do with sex it's not like everything is sex sex people that do that to me right they think i'm some sex fiend and it's like no i mean my work centers around that clinically and all that but like there are parts of my life that have nothing to do with sex right we have lives outside of all of that we are bigger than all of that yeah it's fucking bullshit bro anyway yeah maria we got maria on the phone maria on the line hi maria how are you you're you're on with me and dr chris hey hello i am so happy to be on the show do you guys have a guest i know everybody always leaves out the guest so hello if you guys have a guest (laughs) oh we know we don't have a guest today it's just okay boring me and dr chris yeah oh my god i'm so excited to be talking to you guys (laughs) awesome how can we help you so, um, my question is kind of about like dating and an online dating. Um, I've been divorced for four years now and after my divorce, I found it easy to kind of try and start dating kind of like on online dating. And, um, I've had two experiences that have left me kind of confused as to, is this just how people date? Is this something that just happens to me am I putting off some kind of a vibe but twice now um after pretty you know a pretty lengthy amount of time talking to somebody and almost dare I say being in a relationship with them I've been ghosted um mm. like where they just completely fall off the face of the plant you know like off the face of the earth and I mean I know how to get a hold of them I know where they live I mean I know all that but 
part of me wants to cling to my pride and just be like, no, they're lost. I'm not going to go looking for them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go asking what happened. Um, I think, and then I the think other part sh- of me is just okay, making good. me wonder like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's just the other part of me is just making me wonder, like, is it something I'm doing? Am I putting out a vibe that it's cool? I'm so independent and so whatever that it's cool if you just ghost me and I'm going to be okay. Why did you just, say that? I'm though? so confused. Someone, but why did you use that example? Someone ever said that you come off pretty independent and maybe detached? I've, yeah, I've been called intimidating a couple of times. You know, welcome to um, my life, sweetheart. Yes, it's literally like I always kid with my friends, like. I'm a queen and there's girls that are princesses. Like they want to be rescued and they want to this. And then it's, I'm, I'm always kidding with my friends. Like I don't need anything. I, okay, so wait, but I take care lesson. of myself. You're kind of answering your own question. If a lot of people have told you before that you come off as though you don't have a lot of needs and, and, and really intimidating, well then most likely you are. Right. You know, if you want to learn about yourself, ask your friends and if they're, you know, healthy, yeah. they'll tell you. So yeah. if that's the case, yeah. here's my thing. Um, be vulnerable and, and, and be authentic. And if you were interested in someone and, and it dropped off, be willing, if you like them enough to reach out one last time saying the truth, Hey, you seemed really cool. I had fun with you. Um, hit me up if you want to hang out. I mean, yeah, I I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. Don't be better than that. Yeah. Because I feel like with a lot of guys nowadays, it's like they kind of ghost you on purpose because they want to feel that you know, they want to feel wanted as well, which is so corny and annoying. What, that a guy wants to feel wanted? No, it's just like, don't ghost. Don't not, you know what I mean? Like, don't stop texting me because you want me to kind of just, you know, blow you up to make you feel better. I just think it should be mutual. Like, if you you like someone, you should text back. Look, if you, look, telling someone and showing someone you like them is a sign of confidence and it's a compliment. Don't ever feel bad or weak uh, for being vulnerable and saying to someone, I think you're awesome. I'm still thinking about you or I really like you. Do you want to go out? Like, always be willing to be that person that goes that extra step and that's vulnerable and confident and forthcoming. So, reach out. I mean, you said, I got nervous when you said, I know where they live. Like, don't go to their house. No, I don't think so. I would never ever do that. I would never ever do that ever. Don't track them down either. But send them. No, 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 no. I would. I'm. I'm saying like if I like I'm saying right now I'm kind of in a world where I have no answers because this recently happened to me. It's like three weeks ago. Right. And um and I I I have a lot of questions and I mean technically I could get the answers if I I don't know reached out to mutual friends or you know tried calling him again but part of me like i said i just kind of want to be like all right that's fine their loss no it's taking no. me a lot to start don't, thinking that don't way play that game Are, it's not their loss it's your loss too and oh be pro relationship enough where you do make that a priority and, and you try look when i'm single I'm, I'm dating multiple people and I'm talking to multiple people. And so early on and early on might be a few months. If you really want to be seen by me, you need to put equal effort and sometimes even more effort into it than I do. And wow, for sure. And, and I might really like multiple people at the same time. And so I want them to all feel prioritized, but I might not. Yeah. But if someone takes the extra step, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make you like them more for sure. So maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he was talking to a couple girls, you know, and he's just waiting for you or one of the other girls to kind of jump up and be like, Hey, you know, I really like you. Like I want to hang out with you again. 
So maybe you should try it. Because l- let me just leave you with this. At this point, it's been three weeks. I don't know. At this hey, point, it feels kind of dead. I, I, I love, I have done, and I have done to me, had done to me where people have said, hey, I know it's been a couple weeks, or I know I disappeared, but you know what? I've continued to think about you, and so I wanted to reach out again. And if you're available and interested, like, let's hang out. And I'm like, if I'm interested, I'm like, yeah. Because here's the thing. Interested people like signs of interest. So if he's interested, he'll be happy you call. And if he's not, you'll know. Right. But try again. Always. And then part of me wants to say if he was interested, he would have already reached out to me. Don't play that game. Don't play that game. Let you off the hook. Okay. Yeah, it makes you a victim. Good All luck. Right. Good okay. luck, call Maria. Back, let us know. Yeah, Circle call back. us back for sure. I Bye. will. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so many people they just they want to they want to kind of sit back and wait. Um. So. What's that? Oh what is so, and what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and what are you Every doing? You're confusing us. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She's she's fucking drawing I stick know. figures. I, I'm sitting here trying to figure out like a like a really natural bridge and segue <laughs> into what was just flashed in front of me. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Anne's, Anne's waving. Talk about Miley. And I'm like, all right, but let me figure out a way to get there as I'm finishing my damn thought. Um, oh my God. we love you, Ed. <laughs> And if I was one of your kids, you one of those parents that like takes the bowl of cereal out of their hands while they're still eating? Because <laughs> this is like the radio version of that. So <laughs> anyway, now that we're talking about it, I don't even remember what I say and you both keep interrupting me. Do you want to uh, finish? I don't even remember the hell I was talking about. <laughs> it was some clinical blah, doctor blah, shit, blah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Read the book. All right. So what happened with what? Oh, you haven't heard all the drama about Miley? I have not. You haven't. Okay. So Miley Cyrus, there's every, right now, pretty much my Facebook, I've unfollowed everyone. It's basically just articles. It, that's literally all it is anymore. Okay. But um, all the all the major ones I follow, uh, Blavity, Huffington Post, uh, Black Voices, and a lot of the feminist ones, like Everyday Feminism and all them, mm-hmm. they're talking a lot about how Miley jumped into hip hop culture. Okay, I think I did see this. Sucked the life out of it. Yeah. Then decided, uh, not all the values I want to have, and then totally dissed it, stepped away from it, and is now like, I'm a country girl. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that. And that's cultural yeah, because appropriation. Because the, the hip hop culture embraced her 100%. Sure. Yeah. 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 Fuck. So she's getting slammed. Uh, you know, I said, well, I think, didn't she come out with another statement saying that like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I love hip hop. It's just, I kind of want to dip and dab my hands into other things. It wasn't just country. Yeah. I think she kind of saved it with that. She, but I, I don't really know what's going on. I sit on the fence because sadly what she did does fall under cultural appropriation, but I agree. I also do agree and value someone growing and saying, I don't like the value system of what I'm listening to and I want to kind of evolve to something else but yeah but then she was like you know and I and I love Miley I've hung out with Miley on numerous occasions she's a really great girl but you know she was like the twerk queen when <laughs> yep bitches like me been twerking for a decade yep or more and so how did you feel for her to quote unquote in some ways put it on the map or put it on the map differently and you're like that but wasn't I yours i don't think that was her fault no i think that media was like miley's the twerk queen and she was just yeah. like i guess you know and she loved it and she was twerking i thought i thought it was awesome for her to do that because i was just like it's cool she's not really from where we're from but she's embracing it and she's loving it yeah. and you know it's really fucking cool 
Um, she also that was also a time where she broke up with her boyfriend, and you know when you break up with a boyfriend, who's her boyfriend? Uh, who was her boyfriend? Hemsworth. Is she's not with him now? She's back with him, so that's oh, the thing. So she it. had broke up with her boyfriend, <clears throat> and she was just you know all in the hip hop and doing all twerking and shit like that and having a blast. And then she got her boyfriend back, and then she grew her hair out, and she's not dressing. <laughs> you know, she's oh, not it is twerking. night and day. If you look at the picture now, and they held up against her then with her hair and her. I mean, it, it is fascinating to see. So the I think that she really. You know, she's still young, but I think that she wanted her man back. And she kind of was like, if I really want to be with this guy, I need to sit my motherfucking ass down and sing country music. That's oh, what it looks like to it me. It would break my heart if that I was true. I hope that's not the case. I, that, because she's young and she's beautiful, she should really do whatever the fuck she wants. And I, I hope that she's not doing it for her man. But I mean, shit, I did it. When I was young, I, for my boyfriends, like the people that I really cared about, um... Yeah, I would do I would do shit like that. Like if they liked me to wear my hair a certain way or I would do it because I just didn't know any better. And now I tell them to go fuck themselves when they ask me to grow my hair out. <laughs> out a girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have Kiki on the line. Hi, Kiki. Hi. Hi. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. What's up? Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. How can we help you? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm great, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I said, I guess I'm doing good. I can't really hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's better. Okay, cool. Um, so what's your question? Okay. Um, I just had a baby like mm -hmm. not even a month ago and my boyfriend is like, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And he's such a freaking hornball is kind of annoying, but obviously I can't have sex yet. Wait, vaginally. stop there. Stop there. Stop there. Let me, let me just jump in there for one second. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he's approaching you. And so maybe the way he's coming at you is a little aggressive and annoying, but I also want to hold space for the idea that I love that even though your your body's different and you're a mom now, that he still is honoring his commitment to you and he's still attracted to you and he's still coming to you for sex. And so, but she also cannot have sex from six to eight uh, weeks. I get it. And it's only yeah. been a month. There are many ways to have sex. doesn't always have to involve the vagina. You have a mouth and you have a hand. And <laughs> exactly. A that was my question. So he wants you to suck him off all no, the time. No, no. If we're going anal with this one, yeah? No. Yeah, yeah it's anal. He wants anal. <laughs> Course, I knew we were going there. I did there. not see that coming. Yeah. Yes, That's and I'm just like, favorite. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I've actually recommended that to women, <clears throat> for sure. Babe, really? Listen, babe, listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen. I mean? I have a baby, so I know what it feels like to just have a baby. Um, I wouldn't because it's like you're still healing. Did you have a natural birth? Yes. Girl, I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, am I bad or wrong Kiki, for that? Because I don't, don't want to do it. Only, or is he just saying, let's find ways to be sexual? You said what? I'm sorry. Can you hear you? Yeah, that's okay. Is he saying he wants anal only? Or is he just trying to be sexual with you and would prefer anal? Well, that's really his only option. Because if I can't get any, I'm just like, you got to hold off with me. Like, we got to be a team. Like, come wait, on. Wait, like, why I it, can't. Wait, why, why is it got to be like that? Why Why can't? Because why can't? it has to. Be, also, he's the only one that I can get released. Like, he's the only one. Like, I. what am I going to do? Like, what can you do for me? Like, I, I, in, like I'm uh, not even... Enjoy, enjoy watching the person you love. Enjoy. 
take pleasure in the fact that yeah, he's getting babe, pleasure. I, so I, know, I know how she That's feels what. because probably the last month of her being pregnant, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you had sex the last month. A couple of times, yeah. Okay, a couple of times, which is really awkward. You're fucking nine months pregnant. You're huge. Then He's fucking mungus. Right. Then you go in and then you have a baby. And then after, your body really has to heal. Like you... I don't know if you want to have sex now. Do you want to have sex if you could? No, I'm not even interested. I'm so busy with the baby. We're both busy with the baby. So I don't even cross my mind, like, at all. Yeah, I mean... I'm going to hold space for the other side. Listen, we're talking about sex as though it has to be vaginal or anal. Again, there's oral sex. You have a hand. You you can partake in dirty talk. There's so many ways to be sexual. And, and, and as a therapist, I'm always happy when... A partner's interested in their other partner after significant life events have occurred because sometimes those are the yeah. moments that kind of separate. And so don't shame him or necessarily shut it down. Try to find ways to maybe be a part of that somehow. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, if I were you, if you wanted to do something, probably head would be the way to go. Um, yeah. Because I'm just in pain for you just thinking about anal or just or just or just having sex in general after a baby i just i can't i'm sorry literally but it doesn't always have to be fair is fair just remember that you know there's going to be times in your life where one one partner's interested in sex and the other isn't and i don't want that to completely shut down your sex life like as we age and we have hormonal changes or illnesses we're on medications and different life events sometimes one of us is not wanting sex for a length of time and mm-hmm. i want us to still work on being available to our partner if we want to be in a committed monogamous and relationship even, but even even getting thrusted either way right your stomach still hurts like sure. everything yeah. still hurts and to, to be moved and like touched like that sure. or it's yeah. just it's Lamb just a lot on the weird body down there yeah, I'm saying honor that. I'm just saying we, we have to expand our definition of what being sexual or having sex Girl, means. Girl, just give him head. Pay it. I know. That's probably all he's going to have to get because I'm, okay. not, I'm not doing the poop shoot. So okay. he, can go to, he can go somewhere with that one. <sighs> Oh, all right girl that was great good luck get them <laughs> thank jaws, you get them jaws ready question. oh i know right <laughs> bye Anne's waving shit at me again Amber. <laughs> and what are you doing and she's waving shit what at are me you again. doing um <clears throat> no 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 we did this one oh, yeah we talked about that oh, you were you were outside you're dumb late and you're outside making coffee jesus <laughs> um what is this? Did, did we do this one? Nah. Is it weak? Yeah. <laughs> one fifth of women are unhappy with their sex wait, lives and two thirds make love once a month or less. Uh, yes. Yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, I actually made some notes on this. The number one reason they're too tired. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, listen, I could see that. I'm tired. Shit. So what would you do? You're in a, let's, let's say, let's set the scenario. You're in a committed monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. You're busy. Yeah. You're not going to slow down anytime soon. Cause you got a lot going on. There's more going to be going on soon. Yeah. <clears throat> and your partner comes to you and he says, Hey baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be looking real good these days. Thanks boo. Um, and I know you're busy. You're building an empire. I am. And you're not going to slow down anytime soon. Damn sure ain't. <laughs> but I miss getting down with you. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you say, I'm too tired. And he says, that's cool, but I still want to have a sex life with you. Nah, I wouldn't say, say? I wouldn't say I'm too tired for that. The, The only, the only way it would be, it would be like, if I worked during the day and then I go to bed and then he doesn't get home till like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Oh forget that. You know what I mean? And don't so don't bother me while I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm fucking I had a long day and I'm tired. I don't like But sex like in if the we just either. both get home around the same time, I'm not gonna yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I wouldn't do that. Okay. Yeah. So you'd figure out some way yeah, to do sure. something. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean again, my whole you know, I work with a lot of couples that are in distress And one of the most disappointing or, you know, bummer, sad things to see is when they're monogamous and committed and the one partner just refuses to be sexual at all. Mm. (laughs) God bless them. Oh, man. There's work to be done. All right. We have Laura, um, kind of. And you know what? You just fucked up this whole podcast. Seriously. You're just the worst ever. (laughs) Better be a good question, Laura. We love you, Anne. You're fucking amazing, babe. Okay. We you ready? Th- hey, Laura. Hi. Hi, you're on with me so and Dr. Excited. Chris. How are you? Good. Good. Excited. Yeah. So um, how can we help you? What's your question? Yeah. So basically my question is, I don't know if I should give my ex the chance um, I was in a relationship with him for four years, and I found out that he had been cheating on me for over a year with somebody. Um, we took a break, and um, I thought he was working on himself as I was working on my, on me. And through the down the road, I seen that he was still with this girl. Uh, I completely left him alone. Started dating other people. I'm starting to date this amazing guy that brings really the best in me um, but my ex reappeared and has made it clear that wants me back and he's going to work for it my question is do I give up on the opportunity of this new relationship with no doubt or anything or do I go back with the person that I have not gotten over I truly know that I love this man and I have never I can't forget about him. Even going back, I don't think of any of the bad stuff. I just remember all the good things that happened. But I am aware of so everything tough. that happened that he did, and I'm just scared. I'm scared of losing the new guy. But I am scared of not giving him the chance again and losing. Laura. What I think is true love. Laura. <sighs> Yeah, Laura, yeah. can you hear us, babe? Yes. Do you, do you, let's assume, and I'm not giving you a, a direction either way right now, but let's assume that I said, get back with your ex. Could you sit here right now and tell me that you'd be able to let go, get over, and forget that he had cheated on you like that? I, I, I really feel that I could. Oh, you do feel like you could. Okay. I feel like you could. Because I was going to say. If she can get over it, I would tell you to go back. Really? I would because I'm going to tell you why. Even though he cheated for like a year, which fucking sucks. And I know, I know that, I know that hurts, but 
if she doesn't go back and at least try one more time, she may regret it for the rest of her life because she can't. She still loves him. Right. And could leave this current guy who she has no doubts about. Uh, no doubts about. I don't think awesome. she should leave the current guy. She should try dating them both. She should go back and see what it's like to be with him and be honest with him. Be like, look, I start talking to somebody else and I'm not just going to dump him because you want to come back in my life now. Although I love you and I'm, you know, I've been thinking about you this whole time. I need to figure out if you're actually going to be good to me. So you think, wait, so she should be with both? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would the current guy openly be comfortable with you going back with the prior guy to see which one you want? Um, no, I no, but are no. you, you're in a committed relationship with this new guy? No, we just started dating. Yeah. We just, she just started, started dating. dating. So. Right. How long have you been with the new guy for? I'm sorry. How long have you been with the new guy? For about a month. Okay. It's so not even, it's, it's just a dating. You said you had no doubts about him, but yeah, you, you might come to find some in the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's a, a month is pretty new. Yeah, I actually agree with Amber then. In that case, for sure, if you're not in a monogamous committed relationship with a new guy, then you have no reason to not be talking to the ex and see if change. Look, his integrity is on the line because the first guy showed he is, doesn't have much. To cheat on someone for a year, that's not cheating. He had a second relationship that he's lying about for a yeah. year. And if you can lie like that for an entire year, I'm a little nervous. That's a lot to pull <laughs> off. And that's the thing. The new guy is just, I've never, my relationships, my relationships are so long. Sorry, I'm nervous. Um, but um, this new guy, I have never had somebody bring out the best in me as far as getting right, like getting motivated to get fit. And um, with this uh, other guy, I went through a really bad year. 2016 was the worst year of my life. I went, I was really depressed. I was about 160 pounds. I'm barely 120 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I was just locked in my house pretty much the whole year. And with this new guy, all of a sudden, you know, it's been only a month, but I've been working out. I've been eating right. I feel great. And all of a sudden, when I'm doing good, you know, he my ex reappears and <laughs> child, they all do. And Laura, we're also talking about this as though your only two options are these two guys are the only guys left. They're the only ones you'll ever find. There's no one else. I feel like I want to tell you to hold it all a little lighter as well because there's a lot of intensity around this, but hold it lighter. There's other guys out there as well. Yeah, but she's saying that she loves this other guy. That's, and when you love, like when you love, you you love I've we've both me and you Amber have both loved people and also realize at the same time as much as we love they're them we still good. love them that they're just not good for us or they're yeah not but I agree but I feel like I feel like with you Laura is that mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to go back with him I'm just saying maybe you can see if he's a changed man because you know people do change Dr. Chris Oh, for sure. I don't think once a cheater, always a cheater. I always hold space for someone to mature and to grow up and to be better. But what I am nervous about, Laura, is based on how you were talking earlier, it sounds like you might not be willing to really acknowledge or call out if he has not changed. And I am afraid that you might get stuck with him and let him get away with some more stuff. Because the way you opened this whole conversation was, yeah, I can get over it. You know, it just sounded a little too, I don't know. 
I think you. I think it's because she loves him, and she don't give a fuck I that know. it happened. And I want you to care more about yourself. A year is a long time for someone to cheat on someone else like that and not. Care. Yeah, don't don't give up this new guy. That's awesome, though. I don't want to. That's just don't, and you don't have, have to, babe. You don't. It, it's not like you have to just have like one person. You just start dating this guy. You're not in a committed relationship with him. You still love your ex, but you know what? Maybe you might go see your ex and then look at him and be fucking disgusted and be like, "Ew, I don't even know why I'm over here. I just I miss my boo that I've been with for a month." Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like that to feel might okay happen about that because you don't owe anything more to the guy that you're seeing right now other than whatever you've committed to, which sounds like nothing. And like I said, I was saying this to a caller earlier, Laura, that I know at least for me, I'm really healthy and I'm honest, but if I'm newly dating people and it's only been a month or two, I'm dating multiple people. And I'm dating them to see if they're the kind of person I want to be in a relationship with, but we're not in one yet. Right. And if one of them found out that I had started talking to an ex, I'd say to them, you're right, I did. I've been with you for a month. I don't know you well. We haven't talked about commitment. I absolutely, when I commit, want to know that I want to commit. And so I'm also taking time to see what else, you know, is available to me or whatnot. And, you know, so feel confident in that. It's just so hard. There's so many... I know there's not that I can go too much into detail, but there's so many other things and things that I find like just little conversations with the new guy that I'm just like, yeah, that's not convincing. And then I just always go back to, yeah, my ex didn't do that. Like she moved across the country for me and you're not even willing to meet me halfway, you know, because we were just jokingly talking about living in the middle we live about 40 minutes this is 40 you miles away yeah we live about 40 miles away and i was just yeah we babe, just you have time you have so much time it's ah. only been a month the new guy's you not got going out anywhere. of an old relationship you're getting into a new one just take some time to just chill meet new people you know be a hoe for a while i'm Pro-ho. Yeah, I think you. I think you're stressing the idea that you need to be in a committed relationship with a boyfriend, and that dating's about that, and you need to choose right now. No one's asking you to choose, Laura. No one at all. Each guy does not know about the other guy, or nor do they really necessarily need to at this point. You have time to see each one and to see what it's like to date each one and decide if you want a relationship with either of them. But good luck with that. Circle back and let us know. Yeah, how that let goes. us know, Laura. Keep us posted. Thanks, babe. I will. All right, honey. That was complex. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was out. the. I hope she calls back. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, I feel bad. That's life, though. That's it's love. Out there. That's love lines for you, baby. There. All right. Well, um, that's the end of our show, you guys. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. And um, thanks for the callers and everyone listening. See you. Next Talk week. to you next week. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.